Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome back to 49 Unbeaten, the official Arsenal Battle podcast. This is episode 25 and we are here to review Arsenal's 3-1 away win in the Europa League against Olympiacos. Good result on the whole, boys, isn't it? I think going into it, you sort of said, oh, it could be the bogey team, sort of history might repeat itself. Uh, but we got there in the end, didn't we? But yeah. it was, started well. Very, very pleased. Yeah, I was, I, I was quite shocked. I don't know. With the result, I was shocked because of the occasion. Because it was Olympiacos, I was quite shocked. But yeah, very pleased with how we bounced back from their equaliser. Um, so yeah, very, very happy. Very good. It was, it was a really interesting sort of start of the game. Sort of, We had a few chance, good chances. Should have maybe scored a couple um, at the post or the bar, I think it was. We had... And then sort of you were worried it would turn into one of those games that we just didn't take our chances like Burnley. Um, but... Got got the opener, Odegaard. Had a poor start to the game, but got us off to the decent start with a rocket of a goal down. Yeah, it was, um, I think the keeper could have done better, but you, you look at the actual... The way... My man could have done better. <laughs> 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 the, 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 mate, the power he struck the ball with, I don't know what the keeper was doing, but mm. he came out with some force. And I think for him especially, you could tell that after he scored the goal, he had his confidence was up. And yeah. in the match report, I was writing on the game, I was saying about how I think, along with Gabriel, he was the best player on the pitch purely because he was the only one looking to take those risky passes, um, kind of try and element of risk to just, you know, high reward kind of thing. And I know Sabahs came on and tried the same thing, it didn't go very well. But um, I think Odegaard uh, looked very good, and it's good to see that. Um, He's stepping up now and hopefully for the rest of the season he can do the same and then we'll see what the future holds for him. Mm. There's been that debate, hasn't there, sort of Martin Keane's been quite anti-Odegaard. Um, and it's is there a case that Odegaard, with the current performances, deserves to be starting over Smith-Rowe? 
Ben or sort of the Smith wrote earn his stripes to be involved regularly in the first team squad? It's it's like a really, really B tech Messi versus Ronaldo debate. Like what why do we need like let's not just pick one? Why don't why don't we just have them both? Like they can start they can start different games yeah. when we need them differently. Like Smith Rowe, if he was fit, probably would have started that game because he's better in those tight spaces around the box. I think he's better moving the ball. We move the ball faster with him on the pitch. But Erdegaard brings that little bit of like Ozil-esque quality. And, you know, he's always got that uh, Hollywood pass on him, even if he tries it a bit too much. Um, and I don't think it's a problem having two attackers that are diff- have a different profiles will set play in the same position, especially when you can shift them out wide if necessary to, you know, allow the other to play. I think, um, what's it? As you said, I sort of, I sort of understand where Martin Keown is coming from, how it may impact the development of Smith Rowe because he was playing so much and he was growing, you know, you know, so quickly. Yeah. But as you said, they're, they're two different players. You know, Smith Rowe best in more of a, you know, direct approach. You know, that drive that we may need in certain games. But Odegaard, as you said, mentioned the Urzel sort of style of play to hold it up slow it down a little bit when needs to and he said can, can play that killer pass and you know can open the game right up so I can understand where Keown's coming from and uh, some Arsenal fans as well agree um, but you know it is sort of potentially you know slowing the development of Smith Rowe down but I, I, I think I, just, I don't think we need to really worry about you know Smith Rowe because Smith Rowe will still get game time and so yeah. you know so I don't think there's anything really to worry about but no very happy with Odegaard so far it's also uh, worth noting as well, though, that Smith Rowe has had injuries in the past. Like, he's not immune to injuries. Yeah, exactly. And he's not a player yeah. that stays particularly injury-free in the same way that Saka has so far in his career. Um, you know, we need you need to be able to rotate when you're playing games every three days. And if Arsenal fans are going to complain at the option of having Erdegaard and Smith Rowe and then turn their noses up at Willian... Uh, playing in the middle or signing Ericsson or Risco on loan, then I don't really know what they want, to be honest. It's, 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 a, it's a fortunate position to be in, to have two players of that quality in there, albeit ODI's in on loan. We don't know what's going to happen there. He seems to be loving it in North London, rightly so. Um, and you hope that maybe we could get him back in again next year or sign him permanently, even if there's like a clause of buyback or something. Um, once it went 1-0... I don't know about you, I sort of expected us almost to then kick on and sort of say, right, we've got one away goal, let's go and get more and let's not settle just for one. And then Ceballos. Um, I'll tell you what, when when Arsenal arsenal <laughs> I did worry for you. We did. Yeah. <laughs> it was good on multiple occasions, though. We did it. Yeah, the David Luiz. Luiz, David David Luiz, Luiz. Yeah. And then there was... Oh, Erdegaard. There was another one. Erdegaard, yeah. Yeah, Erdegaard just passed it backwards. And, like, for some reason, like, in recent weeks and months, we've suddenly just started to... Old old habits have kind of come back yeah. to again. And you're like, it needs to be completely eradicated. But it's the same It's the same old kind of... So, Bios, again, I, I feel sorry for him, if I'm being completely honest. Like, mm-hmm. he tried something that was very risky and... Get about three Olympiacos. It was it was a tactic they looked to employ. You could tell they sent mm. players in groups to try and stifle a particular individual as we played out from the back. And um, I think it um, it was dangerous, and we we lived dangerously. And on another day, that could have been it could have been a, 
um, a, a defeat or a draw, but yeah. we did get a bit of luck with the goals as well, mm. like obviously Odegaard's one and Elneny's one were both kind of freak goals. But, and I think yeah. I think we I think the problem stems from the goalkeeper. I yeah, think I like to mention, yeah, I was about to say it sort of brings flashbacks to the Petr Cech days. No, it's sort of that similar sort. Leonard being very obviously told to play that. Yeah, sure, but but I think the problem is he seems to lack some game awareness, and I think he's always lacked game awareness. I mean, you look at the the misjudgment against Wolves. You look at I remember him flapping for crosses against Chelsea and making his errors there. He seems more now, like coming to yeah, yeah, he is. But he is also, you know, he's still, what, 27, 28? Yeah. He's 29 now. He's 29, 29 now. Jesus. Yeah. But, but he is, he, he, he's still very prone to putting us into positions that we then lose the ball from. Because, like, the Xhaka one, for example, you're two minutes from half time. don't play it to your midfielder running back towards his own goal with three Burnley players around him. Sure, Xhaka could do better, but, you know, that's just basics. And then the Sabayos one as well. Sabayos has four players around him. Yeah. By that logic, there is going to be space elsewhere. And that's when you literally have to just go over the top. And I, I understand that if he's been told to play out from the back, he'll be thinking, I've got to play out from the back, I've got to play out from the back. But there's, this, is, this is where I think it becomes, you've been taught it so much that you then have to use your discretion to choose not to use it at times. No. Because people, people are cutting onto it. Yeah, I, I hate. I, I've always hated us playing out from the back because we've never had the capable capable defenders of doing it. Got away with it against Chelsea, Man City in the cup uh, cup last year. But it's, it's with Martinez, to be fair. I I with Martinez, we didn't get away with it. We that was perfect, Arteta ball. That was even in Fulham at the start of the season. We 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 we've shown moments when it works and it works really well, and we're one of the best at it when it does work. But we also don't have the players to do it consistently. Yeah. You only have the players that can do it um, on occasions. And unfortunately, at the level we want to be, that's not good enough. Yes. So because he did, it was, blame who you want, I sort of, I don't want to credit Sabas with the mistake, but he lost the ball. And yeah, it was a risky pass, but a centre should, oh, I don't want to say do better because it was a bad position to be in, but there's that level of expectation. Conceded 1-1, and at that point, I thought it was going to go downhill. I thought we'd lose confidence. We'd keep giving away silly balls, and we nearly got punished two minutes later. But we didn't. And I think that's the important thing. And changes came. Again, I was looking at them saying... Oh, and then he came. And then he came on for pass. I was like, part is pretty fine. Let's, let's be progressive. We need to score. And you bring on Mr. Sideways. It's just a bit disappointing. But he proves us wrong. It's Mr. Yeah. Sideways Backwards or Top Right-Hand Corner. <laughs> yeah. He proved us wrong. And it was... He only scores bangers. He only scores bangers. What was it? Barca yeah. winner. Um, you seen it? What was it in the... Was it Dundalk? Dundalk, yeah. 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 This one, I think... Oh, the score from the halfway line in a friendly as well at the start of the season. Yeah, he <laughs> did, didn't he? Yeah. What a guy that was as well. It's just like, Elneny's... He only scores screamers, but I think he um, it was good for him. And I think, I don't know about you guys, but as Arsenal fans, seeing the way the whole team celebrated that. Yeah. Yeah. Something to really kind of hold on to. You can see how, think... much, you can see how much it meant as well. They knew that was an important goal. Mm. And I think that that's going to kick him into gear for the derby and for next week. Because they yeah. know how big of a goal that is for our season. 
I don't. I, I think I don't think we actually realised how how important that win actually was in terms of in terms of Sunday. Yeah. You know, it would have been a completely different atmosphere if we, you know, if we, you know, even if we drew that game, even if we drew last night, going into North London Derby on Sunday, we'll have a completely different attitude to the attitude that we'll have hopefully going into the game on Sunday. So, but no, yeah, very, uh, I don't know, optimistic about Sunday now. I'm uh, quite excited. He's we, looked, we looked at this run of form. Uh, we, we said this a couple of weeks ago and we said Olympiacos must win. Burnley must win. Leicester must win. Benfica must win. Man City, we sort of expected and then Benfica must win. Like, they're games that we said would define our season. And so far, we've done well. I mean, Burnley should have won that game. It's just stupid mistakes. But we've we've done reasonably okay. And we've we only lost to Man City. So keeping that momentum is going to be imperative, especially going into a derby. Hmm. No, people people who say that they can't see any progress under Arteta don't remember yeah. what it was like under Freddie. Under the the end of even middle of Unai Emery's season, I remember conceding twenty six goals to uh, twenty six shots to Watford. Yeah, it was just it was appalling. And yeah. now we're 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 so much better, and we've just got these stupid yeah. mistakes where we're giving up not even chances, we're giving up goals effectively because they're such good chances. And yeah. um, it's just if we iron those out, we'll be winning games. You know, one two nil. And at the end of the day, that's good enough. Instead of if you if you turn a draw into a win five times a season, that's another ten points. You know, suddenly we're scrapping for top for top four, or would it be? It's I mean, it was an important win. Gabriel also scored. I think that was that's a brilliant header to get it from that angle and to loop it how he did. Uh confidence for him as well, I think. He's been out of form, dislodged by Mary in the league. Um and I think that was a really important goal for him because he started so well. And then I think he sort of suffered with COVID and he's not really recovered. I don't think, I think that's fair to say he's not really, he's not been what we saw. He's not been the same back since, yeah, since before he got it, yeah. So it's good. They've, they've won, we won the game. Uh, it's 3 1 going into next week. Can we see us? Progressing now into the last eight, or is it sort of too early to jinx it? I mean, they need three goals away from home. Yeah, I'd, scoring. I'd, I'd, I'd like to think that we are, you know, a one step through the door. I'd like to think that we're pretty much there. Instead, they've got a, they've got Olympiak has got a, t- a tough challenge yeah. if they want to have any chance of, you know, not not even not even one step through the door. We've gone through the door. We're looking for somewhere to hang our coat up right now. <laughs> <laughs> Again, straight. Even if they score two goals. Next week, we will still go through. They have to score three yeah. to take it to penalties. If they win, yeah, if they win three, no, they go through, obviously. If they win three, one, it goes extra time and penalties. Yeah. If okay. they start winning by anything more than three goals, then we're in trouble. Yeah, yeah. big There's trouble. Yeah. But if we can see four, I think there's bigger questions to ask than, yes. you know, <laughs> at home as well. Yeah, yeah. Thing can happen the magic of the Europa League and it's not going to be that next season it's going to be the Conference League next season the Conference League <laughs> no, no. We're, we're, we're going through you oh. think that if if we do get through to the quarters what are our chances of actually winning it do you think well Man United are the favourites so and then it's Spurs and then it's us and then it's Milan 
Two of those teams are definitely going out. One of those teams is definitely going out, sorry. Yeah. And then you've got to look. Ajax are up there. Yeah. Granada. That's doing that, I'm pretty sure. Villarreal. Unai Emery's our team. Yeah, Villarreal. Oh, my I God. I don't want to talk about it as if we're through because we Unai did it last year. Yeah. Unai Emery. Imagine. Oh, my word. They can uh, happen. It could, be, it could be so cursed. It could be Villarreal. Man United, Tottenham, the route to the final. Yeah, I mean that would be hey, impressive. If if we lose to Villarreal in the final, at least at least Unai Emery has finally won a European trophy again. <laughs> three again, European. again. Yeah, I meant for us, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After back, it's it's his own revenge. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's it's too early to talk about route to the final. We're not through yet. I think we, as as fans, we're like we're through. Let's focus on the derby, then we'll see who we get. But I think you never know with Arsenal, do you? I mean, we thought we were through last year. Uh, 1-0 away, goal going in at home and then lost 2-1. It was... Yeah, but but that, that, that can't happen again for so many reasons. And we've also got to concede three. Yeah, we've got to concede three and, and not score at home. We've, we've got to not score at home against a defence that contained Kenny Lala, who Kieran Tierney had on toast for all of yesterday. Yeah. And Socrates. It's, yeah. It's, like, it's if you're favorable. not confident, it's if you're favorable. not confident going into that game. If we score an early goal, I reckon we'll be, we'll be safe. Yeah. Cruising. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's good. It's progress. Um, and it's players almost finding their form again. Sort of Gabriel scored. That gives him the confidence. And then he criticised for being sort of a boring player. Scored a great goal. That should give him confidence. It's, and it's, it's departing towards the right direction. And it's, it's showing signs of improvement. We've got through a round further than we did last year. And I know we've gone from semi-finals to final to round of 32, but it's it's progress. League-wise, maybe not, but he's building something. And we can see that he's building something. Um, Anything else on the game? Sort of any sort of stand-up moments, players? Bellerin. Okay. Oh, I feel like... I feel like he gets an unfair rap both from, from us and also from Arsenal Twitter more widely. And I think it's only fair to recognise when he's been brilliant. You know, he's not, I don't think he's ever awful, maybe, bar maybe that Manchester City game where he was pretty bad. Yeah. Um, he's not as amazing as Kieran Tierney, that's for sure. But um, yeah, yesterday he was brilliant. Saved us a certain goal as well with that uh, deflection two minutes yeah. after we yeah, conceded he did. the first time. Mm. So it was. It's good news. Um, so still good news. So we've got the derby coming up on Sunday. Um, we will be talking about that in our preview podcast. Um, but initial thoughts of the, just the momentum going into it. This surely brings momentum, even though we've got four hours back today. It's it's positive going into a game of this magnitude. Yeah, you've got yeah. to win. You've got to win. And um, I think Arteta showed very clearly he's thinking of uh, the Derby in mind with that game when mm. he brought off Thomas Partey. Yeah. Obviously, Sabayos did what he did. Yeah. Bringing off Partey, giving some rest, uh, bringing off Saka, bringing off Aubameyang, and then giving people like Pepe some minutes. And I think Pepe, again, he's, he's looked good when he's come on. Um, yeah. I, I think it's a shame not to see Martinelli getting more minutes and could we see him maybe go on loan next season? But um, I think, yeah, we've, we've got good momentum going into the Spurs game, but at the same time, they're just... Gareth Bale seems to be playing the form of his life at the moment, which isn't a good sign for us. And yeah, it, it could be interesting. 
Well, that is it for our Olympiacos first leg round of th- uh, round of sixteen Europa League pre- uh, review. Um, and yeah, we're we're in a good mood. It, it's a good result. Yeah. We're very happy. Thank you for watching, listening. Make sure to like, subscribe, comment, share everything. Let us know your thoughts. Uh, make sure to watch our last video on our YouTube channel because it's it's definitely caused some some debates between between us. <laughs> a lot a lot there. So um, thank you, and we will see you next time. Goodbye. Sports Social Podcast Network.